0: Let's jump in. President-elect Joe Biden has announced his nomination for head of foreign oil acquisition, future Defense Secretary General Lloyd Austin.
1: Austin faces opposition because a law prohibits retired members of the military from serving as Defense Secretary for seven years, unless Congress signs a permission slip for a field trip to conflict-of-interest land.
0: Also, he is on the board for weapons manufacturer and friend of the show, Raytheon, one of the world's largest weapons makers. Austin was Biden's second choice. The first was an ICBM, with a six handicap. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, so that's some lefties mocking the uh, his ties that to is,
4: that is tuning out the news. Um, it is a cartoon version of your cable panel things, and somehow they get actual guests on to the like it's they're being interviewed by cartoons and they have serious conversations. It's on the short list of some of the better news coverage I've seen huh. since it's been out, but that's because everything else is so terrible. So
3: this General Austin has been confirmed as the SecDef, and everybody says he's you know super smart, fantastic. History all that sort
5: of stuff. is made, Jack, the first black Secretary of Defense. All right, but um,
3: I don't have any doubt that he's going to be a good sec deaf,
5: but this
3: whole we waived the how recently you were in the military, go straight from the military to working for uh, companies that make arms and then back into the Pentagon and have decision making on whether we buy arms from those companies thing is, 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 well, I find that troubling.
5: Well, we have a law. You have to wait seven years after you get out of the military, which we've waived now two administrations in a row. So why is there a law? Yeah.
3: You would think there'd be plenty of good candidates out there that have been out the required seven years.
5: Well, right. And this guy, I mean, I'm sure he's fine. I'm yeah. sure he's a oh, good yeah. man. Oh, yeah, In fact, yeah. I've heard he's a, a terrific guy. But is he so transcendent a talent that uh, that we have to waive the rules
3: for him? I hope he doesn't become a household name. That's what I hope with all secretaries of defense, because the ones that become household names is because we're at war and it's ugly we're watching him do press conferences every day, so.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yep, the media sucks. Politics ain't fair. Nobody but Trump recognized that Trump didn't get us into any wars. Uh, Nobody in the media even gave gave him grudging credit. For all of his sins, Donald Trump did avoid getting us into any new... Nobody even said that. Wouldn't even say that. The only previous uh,
3: president in modern history to do that, uh, um, Jimmy Carter, Mm. who uh, crows about that all the time. He's very proud of that, but... Like you said, nobody's mentioning that with Trump. Um, we do need to take a fond look back, which is one of my favorite parts of Friday. Ah, oh, yes, at the week that was. It's
5: cow Clips of the Week. They came with baseball bats. They came with pipes. They came with bear spray. They came with their own explosives.
3: They came with climbing gear.
5: Imagine if your partner locked you in a container you couldn't get out of and told you you had to sleep even though you weren't tired. That would be abuse, and you'd probably leave them. You know, what we did is a lot of governors sat on their hands trying to to, to come up with a system or a formula of what they were going to do. We didn't sit on our hands. I mean, we acted.
4: This was an act of breathtaking political stupidity,
0: given the political needs of the moment.
1: you feel the Constitution has any relevance to you at all?
0: I mean, when you put it like that, to answer that question, no. I would love to see his phone records to see whether he was talking to Putin the day that uh, the insurgents uh, invaded our capital.
5: Pepperoni hot pocket filled with glass and plastic or spinach artichoke lean pocket.
0: <laughs> They're ah. called
3: cocaine hippos.
5: And I, for one, think that's wrong. Interviewing James Comey, I mean.
3: I look, it's like almost extensions of joe biden's arms embracing america and that's what democracy is about It's about arguments it's about disagreement not about forced conformity and unity and the more you seek that kind of forced conformity and unity the more you make people think our politics are zero sum that we must get power and have our way because the other side doesn't want to listen to our objections
1: you are violating my human rights going I'm gonna
3: call my lawyer. going it, I'm going to. That's funny. Love that little Russian girl. And again, I didn't catch till today when Hillary Clinton, the crazy person, is saying, "I think we need to check his phone records to see if he was on the phone with Putin while the ransacking of the Capitol was going on." Nancy Pelosi says, "Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah, that's right. That makes perfectly good sense to check his
5: phone records because he was probably on the phone with Putin as it was happening." You are nut jobs. Yeah, no kidding. Nancy was probably thinking, "How long till this woman is completely right. relevant? of well, I I don't mean, even
3: completely? I, I don't even have to pretend that she uh, she matters. Right? Might have been that day. This might have been the last week. Call me anytime. The NFL has increased the number of fans who can attend Super Bowl Twenty One. We're determining this weekend, Sunday. Right? Who's going to play in the Super
5: Bowl? What do we know about Mahomes? I'll tell you what, Mahomes. Mahomes is looking good. Uh, they say he's practi- He took the majority of snaps in practice. He's himself. He's cheering. He's laughing. He he's knows be- his name. He just he's acting like himself. Okay. So On the other hand, they're going to say that whether it's true or not. That's a good point. Allegedly, the uh, concussion protocol is is entirely independent, and the doctors are going to give their chance. doctorly opinion. Not You're a chance. A cynical man. Not a chance. Cynical. Yeah, um, there's too much money at stake.
3: They're going to so. have 22,000 fans at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa for the Super Bowl. Uh, 7,500 vaccinated health care workers are among the total. So if okay. you're vaccinated, you don't have to worry about it a lot. Everybody will be wearing a mask. But 22,000 fans, if you get them all down close. It's about a third capacity. I can give you a little bit of real noise for the. If you get them
5: all down close, though, then then you have to right. socially distance. You got to yeah. sit
3: six feet away from anybody.
5: Tell you what, they've been there a couple games. Particularly the great fans of Kansas City, it sounds like a damn near full stadium. They're so incredibly loud. There were uh, quarterbacks. Uh, some of the opposition quarterbacks were having trouble getting the signals to the guys.
3: Oh, see, that's interesting. I didn't even know they were pumping the sound into the stadium where the players heard it. I thought it was just in the mix that was coming to us listening on television
5: you know that's a good point because they're doing both but yeah it, 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 it's it's kind of funny uh, if the ref uh, comes back from the commercial break and says the call is reversed kansas city loses the ball boo! Oh, boo, boo. the see- guy running the sound uh, plays the the anguish and anger of the fans but no the the actual kansas city fans are really loud yeah the few that are in the stadium oh, oh okay i see what you mean yeah the reduced mm-hmm. capacity
3: is still loud
4: Yes. There you go. It, fans yep. are starting to show up in various NBA stadiums, too. I was watching the the Utah Jazz play last night. They had, uh, obviously, very socially distanced, nowhere close to capacity, but it seems to be starting to move towards that direction.
3: Well, and with the, the, the mentions in this article, with the ticket price, so the Super Bowl tickets are $2,400 apiece. That adds up to a tremendous amount of money. You know, if you can add another couple thousand here, a couple thousand there,
5: yeah, twenty four hundred dollars yeah. a ticket. I say twenty four hundred is cheap for a Super Bowl ticket. Oh, nobody, nobody actually pays that. That's that's per a high ranked executive who gets them. Then they're on the market for ten, ten thousand.
3: God, I wouldn't pay the the the, the face value for that.
5: Uh, just out of curiosity, Sean, who's your favorite jazz musician born in Utah? Oh, there! I mean, so many to choose from, really. As a uh, fan of the Utah Jazz, uh, <laughs>
4: side young. question
5: for you: What is your favorite lake in L.A.? <laughs> mm. Mm. There are a couple of water hazards at L.A. Country Club that are quite attractive. They uh, said to be stocked with bass. The Jazz are initially
4: from New Orleans, I think.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you change their, their name? Pelicans.
4: Yeah. And then I believe the Lakers were originally from
5: Minneapolis. So that's land of ten thousand. Yeah. Why wouldn't you change Lakes. your name? I don't know. I do not know. It's just a piece of paper. It's like, you know, I I have a friend, good guy, really like him. Rams fan, huge Rams fan. When they were in LA, likes really
3: Rams, likes big sheep like beasts.
5: (laughs) Exactly, that's his passion. Uh, Remained a big fan when that name and that shred of paper that granted a franchise. Went to St. Louis, then the fan again when they, they come back. I just maybe he likes the, the, the beast, like you suggest. But
3: then oftentimes, if they change the name to something else, those people are not fans anymore. Correct.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Like when the Baltimore Colts became the, in, in well, they, wait a minute. They the became Baltimore the Baltimore Colts Ravens. Be, yeah. And then the,
3: they started a new franchise that was the Colts, right? Is that what happened? Then? No, no, no. I don't no, no. remember. The Ravens used to be the Browns.
5: Oh, right, 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 right. What are the Browns? The Browns well, are still the Browns. But were What were they before they were the, <laughs> the Browns? The Browns are still the Browns. The Colts? The Ravens uh, didn't exist, did they? No. No. So the Colts went to Indianapolis. Then the Ravens were created Correct. to fill that void? How'd the Browns get into this? <laughs> Sean, did you bring up the Browns? Well, he said that somebody else
4: became the Ravens. I said, no, the Browns became the well, Ravens. The Balt- That's right. The Browns did leave in the
3: middle of the night. and got renamed. The Colts was originally what it was. The Baltimore Colts. When I was Correct. a kid it was the Baltimore Colts. Okay. Yes. Got Johnny
4: Unitas. Gotcha. Exactly.
3: Who there are the Browns? <laughs> I've only seen one indoor NFL game and that was the Indianapolis Colts. Saw it in the dead of winter. And I thought it's it's it, it lacks a lot of the coolness of like a big outdoor winter snow falling sort of thing. Yes. But it was yeah. also very pleasant. <laughs> Very
5: pleasant. I mean, just sitting 72 degrees. I'm sitting there in my T-shirt. I went to Bears games in January where I actually feared losing digits. I couldn't. I've told this story before. I couldn't feel my toes. And then I couldn't feel my feet. And then I couldn't feel my ankles. (laughs) I started to think, this is crazy. And I was at
3: a Kansas City Chiefs game at Arrowhead Stadium when my beer froze in my cup. I left it sitting under my seat too long trying to warm my hands. And it froze solid. I think it was 17 that day, I think.
5: Beer sickle.
3: 17 is too cold to sit on a plastic seat.
5: Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. To prove your allegiance to that sheet of paper. Well,
3: usually more, especially at my income level back then, it's more, I've bought tickets. This was the day I was planning to go. What am I going to do? The weather's
4: not keeping me out. <laughs> no, heck I'm no. going.
5: Yeah, I hear you. I uh, hear you.
3: Speaking of sports, one of the legends of all sports. Died today, and we've got the most important call in his career. And man, an interesting flashback that I'd completely forgotten about race relations. Stay tuned for that.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. standing ovation for Henry Aaron. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a
5: high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. <laughs> What a marvelous moment for base moment for atlanta and the state of georgia what a marvelous moment for the country and the world a black man is getting a standing ovation in the deep south for breaking a record of an all-time baseball
0: idol and it is a great moment for all of us and particularly
4: for henry aaron
3: sports legend henry aaron died today at age 86 or it was reported today and um I watched that as a, uh, a child, but I had completely forgotten that race was brought into it, it during the broadcast.
5: Yeah, Vince Scully, uh, admirable to my mind. As, as Hank approached the record, he was getting death threats in virtually every stadium he went to.
3: Yeah, but it, huh. Racist
5: messages and the rest
3: of Isn't it. Isn't it interesting that it was that notable that you would mention it in the home run call? Right. Because obviously if LeBron breaks Larry Bird's record of something... Nobody thinks, so. And trash a black talking. man beating a white man's record is just not on anybody's mind.
5: Right, right. It's a measure, I think, of, of progress, among other I things. I would say so. Uh, he grew up uh, idolizing Jackie Robinson. whose story is quite well known. Uh, Aaron learned to hit balls by hitting bottle caps with sticks because his family couldn't afford baseball equipment. But by 1951, he one he'd joined the Indianapolis Clowns, a Negro League team before starting in the Braves minor league system in 1952. What their gear look the majors in 1954. Like? The Indianapolis Clowns. They had some
3: cool gear. I want a jersey <laughs> or a
5: hat. Yeah, I'll bet. See if you can get an
3: Indianapolis Clowns hat, Sean. Is that uh, available oh, online?
4: Oh, it's, it's looking a little uh, scary clownish. Oh really? I'm, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. the the logo is probably a little demeaning, but I don't know. Oh really? No, or I no, don't recall it, seeing it. it. It it reminds me more of it than like uh oh. some stereotype.
3: Why why hasn't that hung yeah, okay. around? Wow. What a cool logo. It's better than yet another dang cat. Every now and, <laughs> and then like you,
4: kinda Negro League uh, sports swag is kind of a thing. Like you, oh, you cool. go around to some ballparks, you see some cool logos and uh, a lot of time that.
5: it's those things, yeah. He said, while being inducted into the Hall of Fame, I never want them to forget Babe Ruth, I just want them to remember Henry Aaron. Yeah. Um, uh, He was surpassed by Barry Bonds in 2007, (laughs) but Bonds' achievement has come under scrutiny, Jack. What? Um, Because of allegations he used performance-enhancing drugs.
3: So I I keep seeing a number of references to Home Run King dies at age 86. I'm glad people are saying that. I'm fine with that. who, Who feels like Barry Bonds... Holds the home run record. I, yeah. I don't.
5: Yeah. Barry Bonds an amazing hitter and a great oh, yeah. ball player. Oh, yeah, but, No yeah. doubt about it. The uh, Wall Street Journal characterizes Henry uh, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron, longtime home run king and civil rights icon. Hmm.
3: Testicles, uh, regular size. Head, normal human being size, unlike Barry Bonds.
5: And you can take that to the bank. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to wear college mascot sized hats up to bat. Like Barry Bonds, whose skull was growing at the rate of, a t- of an infant. Or could oh. wear a woman's panties because your testicles are so <laughs> okay. tiny. Would you quit with the testicles? What, what are you? a <laughs> story? It was the Barry
3: Bonds <laughs> trial, which we covered extensively as a San Francisco radio show, where we first learned the word orchidometer because that was an official piece of equipment they used
5: in the courtroom to measure the size of his testicles. Just curious, when you meet someone, do you shake their hand or uh, or what? Or do you reach under, like you're a dog show judge? <laughs> <laughs> Inside it. of the erection. Little bigger than average. You know? Yeah, that reminds me, we got to play that whole <laughs> Chuck Schumer tape, in which he goes for historical speech that will be quoted for a hundred years and, he's and right. accidentally got it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I'll grant you that, Sean. <laughs> You make a good point. He was going for we only have the, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And instead, he accidentally dropped an E-bomb. Hilarious. At last, been...
3: have you no shame? You know, that sort of lives forever comment. Well, it'll live forever, but not for the reasons Chuck Schumer wanted. So that's coming up next. And it's all its glory. Oh, boy. Which fits in somewhat to the previous conversation. Now it all, all comes together in the
5: crotchal region, apparently. Does it? Does it really? I thought we were better than that. I, oh, I was hoping. Oh, sp- speaking of uh, the uh, the nether regions of the body and their uh, their oh, amazing yeah, reproductive oh, <laughs> capabilities, it, it, this is really not one of my better transitions, but it was at least coherent. <laughs> Vlad Putin's secret love child is this seventeen year old who uh, has an Instagram account. Oh, and uh, and uh, does she look like him? Uh, She actually does. She looks as much like him as as, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, child with the maid looks like him. But she's famous for flaunting her wealth on Instagram. Oh, boy. And Navalny now is trying to make a big deal of it. It's good stuff. Doesn't
3: Putin have any way to shut that down
5: with his teenage daughter? Wow. Armstrong and Getty.
2: And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets.
0: The learn-it-all does better than the
2: know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. The fact is, the House will deliver the article of impeachment to the Senate. The Senate will conduct a trial of the impeachment of Donald Trump. It will be a full trial. It will be a fair trial. But make no mistake, there will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John John Trump incited the erection, insurrection against the United States.
3: Didn't stick the landing on his big, memorable <laughs> quote that was going to be the lead of all the news shows today. Oh, yeah. He was yep. thinking of the Clinton impeachment. That's where he got confused.
5: <laughs> he was going for four score and seven years ago and ended up making a blatant penis reference. Incited <laughs> oh, the erection, How disappointing. insurrection. <laughs> never so, mind, I'm leaving.
3: I, I'm not going to get into it in full today. Maybe we will on Monday because I'm kind of sick of politics on a Friday and it's been a long week of it. But there's a piece in reason today about a Washington Post article that once existed about Kamala Harris and a joke she made about inmates begging for food and water. Uh, this one, she was running her completely failed campaign to be the nominee and Washington Post had an article that didn't make her look that great. Well, no Her
5: lo- campaign made Amy Klobuchar seem like George Washington.
3: <laughs> but the Washington Post article no longer exists. Oh, how They odd. disappeared it from their website and their archives. And you can go back and look at other stuff. And, Re- and Reason Magazine, who doesn't like her much and talks about how she defended der- dirty cops, hid evidence that would have uh, uh, kept people out of jail, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. They don't like Kamala the Cop, there at Reason magazine. And, but we'll get into it on Monday in more depth. I'll actually read the uh, portions of the article to you. It's quite amazing. And then, you know, something happens to Biden's health. She's going to end up being the first female president, and she's black, and the left is going to go gaga
5: over it and ignore all that stuff. The Washington Post is now disappearing its own stories. Its own stories. In deference to power. About somebody.
2: Democracy
5: think, dies in darkness, Jack.
3: And I think even more than that, they're overlooking something that bothered them before in that whole intersectionality thing of, well, no, we're now ranking this above that.
5: Right. Apparently, I guess. Yeah.
3: So I mentioned that um, uh, I was going to watch the movie Rocky with my son, who oh, is yeah. who's going to be eleven in about a month. So he he happens to be. Pretty much exactly the same age I was when I watched Rocky in the theater
5: um, as a That's child. about the age I was when I watched Slapshot in the theater because my buddy George's mom had failed to read anything <laughs> about it, and we were both big hockey fans. <laughs> so if you've ever seen that movie, you know how outrageous an act that was. Anyway,
3: back was, to Rocky. And I was on the, 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 the streaming services the other night, and there was some sort of anniversary section and it had the anniversaries of various movies, and they have this and that offered. So, And I saw Rocky on there, and I thought, oh, I think he could watch it. And I did a little thinking and reviewing and stuff like that. Yeah, that's okay for a, uh, a 10, 11-year-old kid. And we watched about the first half of it the other night, and he really liked it. But I, I'm not sure I had seen the original Rocky since I saw it in the theater in 76 or whatever. That one. Huh. What a fantastic movie. That mm. is one of the all-time great movies. It does oh, not yeah. get enough credit, I think, because he made the laughable, you know, jokey follow-up movies. Like, right. Rocky Two is pretty good, but then they got increasingly just, you know, they're just, they are what they are. They're ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Ridiculous. They, yeah,
5: he turned into a superhero.
3: But that first movie, which is way more about what it's like to live in a tough neighborhood in Philadelphia right. and uh, and be down and out and have no hope. It's yeah. way more about that than a boxing movie, and so freaking good. He's trying to help the kids in the neighborhood get on the right path and don't do the things he did and everything like that, and it's just, oh, it's fantastic.
4: It's great. It, it quickly becomes uh, so much punching in
5: the later it, movies, uh, but, it, yeah. but the first movie is as good as any movie it can be. Please, I him trying to navigate his mousy girlfriend's verbal abuse by her bizarro yeah. brother, yeah. Polly, yeah. who yeah. then gloms onto Rocky and the rest of it, and it's all just so authentic. That's good. And my favorite story, I'm pretty sure this is true, is that Slice Stallone shopped the script to a bunch of different movie studios. He said, I'm going to start in it. I'm going to direct it. And he got offered huge amounts of money if they could get somebody, one of their guys to direct it. And he said, no, I'm not. You don't get the script unless I do all this. And he stuck to his guns and he did it. How? And then he turned into Rambo. <laughs> how did your
4: kids respond to the, uh, the egg scene?
3: Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. We're okay. just getting to the part where, um, we just got through the, like, the love scene. It's the perfect spot to stop. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cause, you know, he and, um, you know, Adrian, the, yeah. The two people that are kind of down and out and hopeless in their lives have come together and all that. And now it's about to get going.
2: Yes. Apollo Creed
3: has decided he's going to fight some nobody. Now we're going to eat some dun, eggs dun. and chase some chickens, damn it. Hell, yes.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then the punching.
3: But Sylvester Sloan also, in addition to the fact that it's just amazing that he that he was an unknown who wrote that and everything like that, he looks so much different. Bef- before he had all his crazy surgery, he looks like a human being. He looks like a yeah. regular...
4: Well, there's, there's also no... Unlike professional sports, there's no testing for for action movie stars, and uh, as especially during his time when he was competing against Schwarzeneggers and stuff like that. But
3: I'm looking at his face and his (laughs) face—he looks like a human being. His face, you know, every he's like Dolly Parton. Are you Dolly Parton or Sylvester Stallone? (laughs) I'm not sure I can tell which.
5: Hey, everybody, Kenny Rogers. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm (laughs) sliced (laughs) alone. What? What? Yeah, boy, anyway, so, but he likes it. If, you, if you have a young if
3: you have a boy roughly that age, he's he's digging it. Yeah. And he hasn't yeah. seen the good part.
5: Speaking of children. So the controversy is growing in Russia over Vlad Putin's secret love child. You know, it's funny. I uh, I, I was reading this article and that the old Diana Ross song love child popped into my head. And I'm looking at the lyrics and this is from the 60s. Um, and it's something it was an era where the biggest black music star in America was singing a song about how awful it was that a kid was born out of wedlock. That uh, is that is, is
3: culturally very interesting.
5: Yeah, yeah, it really is. Anyway, the uh, song's all about shame and disappointment and poverty that's wow. caused by that and, oh, and wow. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh, anyway. Shame
3: uh, is a good thing. All you writing books and making money off of, we gotta do away with shame. Shame is what keeps our culture on track. Anyway
5: shame she knows there it is ring shame. that bell baby there you go <laughs> so vlad putin's got a 17 year old love child what does Actually, that mean he's though? got he's got more kids than your average you know bluesman roaming across the south but that means you, you had a baby with somebody not your wife is that correct what that out of wedlock okay. and it's a bizarre term anyway yeah when judy and i had children it wasn't well we need labor for the farm <laughs> i mean <laughs> no love involved Yeah, none at all. It's purely transactional. I suggest that I inseminate you. Uh, No, it's all about love. But anyway. Asking the uh, Internet, how many kids does Putin have? At least two. Okay. (laughs) Elisavita, known as Louisa, is shown in her Instagram feed, flashing a Gucci face mask, dancing in designer gear, drinking cocktails and champagne, keeping in mind she's 17. Um, and uh, You, as a bartender, going to kick uh, Putin's daughter out of the bar? Uh, No. She's said to be the love child of Vlad Putin with former cleaner, and I think they mean like maid. So he's speaking of uh, Schwarzenegger, um, uh, the two of them got together, and now this, uh, this maid, with whom he's had a couple of kids, is crazy rich. That's funny. Do and, not um, date Vladimir Putin's daughter. Oh, I think it's time for you to meet my father. Uh, really? Wh- who's your dad? What does he do? <laughs>
3: you broke my heart. Time for you to die.
5: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, let's see. The the teenager sparked consternation among putin aides by opening her own Instagram account, which has been unearthed by Alexei Navalny. Ah, that's how we found out about this. Yep. Louisa's posts expose her love for exclusive brands, Uh, and they mention a a bunch of different ones, some of which I've heard of, most of which I haven't. We were talking
3: earlier about some of the documents that Navalny got out show that Putin has a $1 billion home.
5: (laughs) A billion dollar home oh yeah and and it's it's uh, amazing it looks like it looks like some uh government like there it looks like congress it looks like the united states uh, uh capitol building it's ginormous i mean it's it's not a home it's a city anyway uh comments on our posts have included wow can i i can see a sweater paid for by my taxes how many pensions does this sweater cost oh wow <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> and what's it like to be born with Putin's face? <laughs> does she look like Vladimir Putin? She does. She really does. She looks. You know how uh, Jenna Bush looks yeah. like the old man. Yeah. If the light catches her just right. Yeah. Yeah. She. But looks she's like attractive.
3: That. Is this woman attractive?
5: Yeah, she's, she's a good-looking gal. Oh. I mean, she knows how to doll herself up because she's you know a zillionaire, apparently. But oh, let's see. And then I I think somewhere I got the. Uh, a list of all Putin's, Putin's kids. I'm
3: surprised Putin pays these women a bunch of money and takes care of their kids away, doesn't that? They just don't disappear, and he denies it.
5: Yeah, maybe that's um, the
3: history of dictators and that sort of thing. You can claim your that you were Vladimir Putin's mistress, and that's his daughter, but you live in some village and you're poor, and and nobody believes you.
5: Right. Yeah, evidently, has a Mick Jagger esque uh, way of knocking women up. In the case of this uh, maid lady, after she gave birth to Putin's child, a bunch of assets, including a 3% stake in Rosaya Bank, were registered for her, as was a 118-foot yacht. I'll eat 100% of a stake. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand. I've
3: never understood why these kind of people, whether you're Mick Jagger or Vladimir Putin, don't get snipped. And live your sexual dreams, if whatever they are, but having more kids, what is that all about? Maybe it makes them of... feel manly or something like that. I but... remember when Larry King had his uh, child at age 80, and he said, I'm oh. redefining manhood. No, you're not.
5: Yeah, you're perverting it. You're uh, redefining
3: having kids that aren't going to know a father.
5: Yeah, he's got like three, four women and who've had uh, one to five children each of his. It makes
3: him feel manly, I guess. Probably. I he seems like that kind of guy.
0: Paint your bald spot. I don't. Do you paint your bald spot? Paint your bald spot? Mm, sick.
5: Sick. You
3: know when that'll that'll stop being funny? <laughs> never. <laughs> that never. freaking never.
5: Paint your bald spot. Sick. I'm <laughs> mm, sick. My hair grows. <laughs> I get my hair cut. It grows. <laughs> oh well. All you right. paint your bald. spot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's that easy to hook on their radio show is going to get a lot of trolling oh my gosh oh yeah <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs>
3: remember that larry king had a radio show back in the day he's one of the greatest late night radio hosts in the history of radio i used to listen to him all the time man he was so freaking good but uh radio show we used to love the don and mike show they had all the clips from that because they lived in dc where he did and there's so many clips of larry king falling asleep during his show and <laughs> <isn't>
5: they're <laughs> right, just snoring and coming through <laughs> Coming to uh, the national deficit. Taking a nap.
3: <laughs> the guest would say, Larry, Larry, you still there?
5: Uh, yeah, yeah. So is your, uh, yeah, so. Our guest is. <laughs> yes. Well, I assume we're going to try to finish strong. Uh, lootly,
3: Um. Nancy Pelosi is delivering the impeachment article to the Senate today. There's some questions whether or not that was going to happen, when, or whatever. I think they might be trying to cover up the lead story of Chuck Schumer saying the word erection instead of insurrection. But
5: When do you figure it was the last time Nancy, uh, what, what was the phrase? Incited the erection. Oh, incited. I couldn't come up with incited. When was the last time uh, Nancy incited one? That's what you cruel. Save that for the podcast. An insurrection. That is unkind. What? (laughs) That's just mean-spirited. She was the mob daughter who married rich guys and rose to cruel political power. I'll mock her all day long. Good morning. Sunday morning. It's
1: just
3: awful. Uh, More on the way.
5: The Armstrong and
0: Getty Show.
5: There we are, in the stars, in houses, in now, Amazon is offering to help with vaccine distribution. Oh, thank God. I can't wait to get a three-foot box that just has one syringe rattling around inside. Or better yet, send up one of those drones and let it shoot a needle directly into my neck. <laughs>
3: Oh, geez. All of a sudden, Biden becomes president. Amazon offers to help with their unbelievable logistic expertise. Um, Amazon, cl- th- that seems odd. Amazon claims they offered the Trump administration, but didn't take the offer. Trump cam- Trump-, Trump. people say they never offered, which is hmm. true. I don't have any idea. I could believe either. A um, couple other COVID things that are interesting. This year's flu numbers are stunning because we're all wearing masks and not going anywhere or doing anything like that. We're hardly having any. In 2019 the US recorded 65,000 cases from September to December. Uh this year the flu season 1,000 One 1,000 from 65,000 We defeated 000. the
5: flu. All we had to do was shut down society.
3: Alter our lives in every way. Right. Went from 65,000 to 1,000.
5: And we've had, you know, every life that's been saved has been lost to suicide and drug addiction whatever, but
3: Right. Or, or whoops or it's just your life's going to be drastically different as you weren't educated and don't make as much money. Um uh, About 50% of people said they were willing to take the vaccine back in December. It's now up to two-thirds, so that's good that that number's going this direction. Huh. But this is the most interesting thing I've come across today. Do you wonder why the media and economic elites seem to champion lockdowns so much while the rest of the country does not? Here's a great chart, which you can't see, but I'm looking at, showing that people with graduate degrees and make... 100 grand or more are actually doing better under the lockdowns than they normally have while everyone else is doing worse. So a lot of the crowd that's making the decisions and talking to you, they're doing better than normal. Hmm. So, yeah, the whole shutdown thing doesn't bother them. Everybody else, on the other hand, is doing way worse.
5: And in a lot of cases, the only working class people they know are cutting their lawn or whatever. Or delivering them their delicious food, and they don't actually know these people. They uh-huh. only know them as servants.
3: It's really pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. breakdown, looking at the chart, it is starkly different.
5: Wow. Wow. And and the powerful are telling you, you can't have your job. It's for the good of all of us. When
3: they're actually making more money than normal. That's something.
5: In a fun day, the stories we've heard Some make you cry and some are absurd
3: It's time Let's hear from our friends on the A&G crew Sean's many words, Michelangelo's view. It's time Last but not least is our friend Jack and Joe Happy to work but ready to go <laughs> It's time for Final time the kind of jazz you hear in Utah, the home of jazz. Here's your host <laughs> for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty.
5: It did have a bit of a Mormon flair to it, didn't it? Hey, let's get a Final Thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the week. It's Michelangelo pressing the buttons. Michael,
0: Yeah, thought. I want to wish a happy birthday to my sister today, and uh, she has a lot of friends who are A&G fans, so if you see her, tell her a happy birthday.
3: Excellent. Just Will do. Something kind. Did I meet your sister at the wedding? I think you did, briefly. I probably did. Yeah, she I should have nice. done
1: better of, of
3: presenting my family. It's tough when you're doing a wedding, making sure. Yeah, that's that's a hard thing to negotiate. You are shielding them from us. I could sense it. Yeah. Positive Sean, our
4: producer, has a final thought. Sean, if you took away Hank Aaron's record breaking total of 755 home runs, he would still have more than 3000 hits. Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, and Alex Rodriguez can't see that, say that, and neither can any hitter in the 500 club. He was a
3: special, special player. That's an interesting stat right there. Fantastic. Jack, a
5: final thought?
3: Hmm. Hmm. I'm not a I'm-so-glad-it's-Friday guy, but I kind of feel like maybe I am glad it's Friday. Well, you get to finish Rocky with your son. Generally not that kind of guy. but
5: Yeah. yeah. I'm glad the week's over today. My final thought is that Queen guitarist and co-founder Brian May has announced a collaboration with a perfume company on a new fragrance to protect wildlife. The fragrance is said to smell of sandalwood and badger. An animal May has fought vigorously to protect over the years, so if you've ever wanted to smell like a badger, I suppose you could grab one and rub it all over you.
3: What the hell? <laughs> badger squeezins. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling
5: four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Hot links, all the clicks you need, the stories we talked about, the videos, the rest of it. You can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Send it along, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you on Monday with whatever's going on in the world. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Show Mel. Corporal punishment, Tina Valerina. oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and
4: lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this little
2: cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven, still doing this show. See
4: you some other time! <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh
2: Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered.